What's up, one now? Welcome back to another episode of M Culture. This is your host, Kitsune, saying hi. It is um, 10.24 on the 10th of February. And it is a rather cold uh, February. February always seems to be the coldest time of the year. And um, I'm so tired. I've been working lots actually I actually took a rest for a change and um I think this this sleep of 10 years has just sort of overtaken me and I caught up with me so it, it was actually good to take some time off so um yeah but it's so cold I don't do well with the cold and I, I love Scotland but um it's it's very cold here in the Glasgow, so <clears throat> I'm wrapped up well and I'm 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 gonna have coffee to get me through the rest of the day. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you? Um, I hope you're all doing well and our you know life is treating you good and stuff and um yeah. It's February and Valentine's Day is coming up soon and uh, for four days and we're in Valentine's Day and, and um, which brings us on to the topic of love, doesn't it? And um, so I was never, I never really thought about love and uh, other than uh, a sort of shamanic standpoint so I was always um, trying to understand it and so I've you know trying to understand if uh, um, if love has to be more than just a chemical reaction you know I even know that it ultimately is and any sort of human reaction uh, interaction is alchemy you know so it's a chemical reaction so there's a, a byproduct of the two reactions called love. Sometimes it's it's lust. Sometimes it's infatuation. Sometimes it's love. So in order to understand love, uh, um, how how uh, how to do that. You know, it's it's the same as Socrates and Plato, and uh, the rest of them are the ancients would uh, go through the process of what is love. First, they would say, um, you know, okay, we have the words love. What is the definition of love? What is the the words mean? You know, what is the word? What we have the word relationships. What does the word relationship mean? Through your relationship, we're, we're in a relationship with our environment, but we're also a part of the environment. Um, when we're in a relationship with uh, another person, we're 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 not actually separate in the grand scheme of things. We're not actually two separate souls, but um, the universe. Um, directing its um, gaze upon itself and discovering itself th- through uh, conversation, through interaction, and stuff. And it seems to do that much quicker. You know, it can get lost in dreams that way a lot easier. And um, 
it can discover itself a lot more by uh, probing and they must have known this because they had a lot more free time back then and here they were they were privileged people these people they were um they believed some of them believed that um you know the the meaning of life was to constantly eat <laughs> and some believed the meaning of life was to question it some believed the meaning of life was to have everything and I mean these ancients the ancient Greeks and the likes actually set up how we have our homes how from the bathhouses how we um interact with nature and stuff and you know all the philosophers had um ideas that changed the face of humanity forever they changed so much about humanity because uh, through their ideas and application of thought but they were also they understood that um myths and um opinions and stuff can shape reality as well so if you if you go into nature and say it's always cold you will experience that it's always cold you know so, uh, sort of like the I don't know if you've heard of the speech as a man thinketh so he becomes you know so I'll just say as a person thinketh you know because that, that is that's more <laughs> it applies to us all you know it's I, I always hated that when I was growing up and you would read something and it was I would always say he or him I was always masculinized but we're, we're now moving towards the time of the divine feminine where femininity is being embraced not only in our men and the masculine you know we're seeing a yielding in men and men are becoming more sensitive and able to talk about their emotions and stuff and it is so cold it is so cold um yeah but there is I guess women are more um, relaxed as well, you know, there, there is there is like the feminist movement which I don't support because the actual feminist movement was rich white women wanting more uh, reception jobs and it only really included, included ethnic people to bulk up their numbers, you know, and they had this disdain and distaste for ethnic people being part of it, so I, I don't support it because the whole thing rests on upper class racism. So, and I don't think that blaming men, every single man, for the world's problems is the way to go. You know, there, there's bad apples in every bunch, isn't there? You know, and bad apples spoils a whole bunch, sort of thing. Um, yeah. So, they set up things like how a, a living area should be decorated. Um, how um, we should express ourselves through art. Back then, art was a communication piece. Art was recently, it was a recent thing, um, I think it was like 600 years ago, that it became, its art's function had stopped. Before that, it was incredibly rich people uh, wishing to create an area, uh, an aura of opulence, or record things, or worship pieces, you know, um, Benzentine worship pieces, and so, um, so it was very functional. It was never 
meant to be aesthetically pleasing and I guess the more accessible it became it became more uh, for pure aesthetics now we're in this um, ridiculous era of art where a bin bag with a message attached to it fetches millions and a block of colour, you know, there was this artist obsessed with blue. So a blue canvas or a red canvas. Red's really um seems to sell more and um you know there's a reason for that. <clears throat> um Japanese culture and stuff and uh, the sun goddess and uh, I think some people are some countries are drawn to red more and um it seems to be that in art at least red is a big thing and a big seller. I saw lots of art. But Tracy Edmonds unkept or in made bed was ridiculous. This thing was basically just a bed filled with, you know, different things that I'm not going to go into really. Um so art is now like it's art is no longer um, functional or aesthetically um, trying to do anything art is more about pushing buttons now we're living in a sort of era where as soon as you go on YouTube you'll, or TikTok you will literally see millions of videos about reaction it's like watch my reaction I, I I'm it's rather noisy here today guys it's so noisy and um thinking myself white plush from something strange <laughs> so um yeah there's all these uh, reaction videos and um people saying my first time reacting to and it's basically um i don't know what this was it's just one of them on and it was um someone just laughing at a video and it was like what is this you know and triggering there's triggering and where people are trying to trigger each other and I think it's because we've locked down emotions since the 60s and it's become increasingly locked down increasingly locked down and we're and Covid has been increasingly locked down increasingly locked down you know but there's a burst and um you know I don't agree with the far right I as, per, as far as I'm concerned like <clears throat> yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But if you study the far right, they, you know they're d- the divide race, the divide gender, the the um punish people for sexuality and stuff. To me, it's a very sort of psychopathic way of looking at things. It's very black and black or white, and it doesn't. It's not very liberal, and it doesn't um take into consideration everyone's needs. It's it it takes into consideration. I'm sorry to say this, but it really does take into consideration um wealthy upper class Caucasian people, and so I'm in support of the the left. You know, um, but I have, um, I've got my opinions on things. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I really liked, uh, philosophy and I uh, studying philosophy and. Excuse me, I'm rather tired. <laughs> studying philosophy and I'm um, learning and. 
the more I learned about how cultures developed and how even like religion developed and stuff, the more like connected I felt to things and the more grateful I felt for like a fire being placed in a certain direction or, you know, um, like things sway as not only uh, the, the things in Feng Shui weren't just in Feng Shui, they were in, um, these were conversations that were happening between the, the best minds of that era and um, they heavily probed it. And when there was an opinion back then, there was, it was a school of thought. That's why it was called. So, um, if you believed in something like our nature is made to be dominated, that was a school of thought, and that, that's that really stick stuck with the world. You know, um, and some of those schools of thought stick to the world today. Sort of the the four bales it was called for. Um, on medicine and you'll hear people today saying things like you know don't get wet because you'll catch a cold which you don't um and if you get soaking you're going to get hypothermia but you don't catch a cold that's an and apply hot mustard and stuff or apply something hot that's actually all the old medicine and uh, I've, I've actually read through that there's some bizarre remedies for things you know uh, including mercury and <laughs> like really dangerous things so that was that was when they were trying to discover medicine and uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name but it was written down in this, me this uh, medicine book and they were collecting all these things and they, they generally believed us you know and now they were were much more um not advanced but connected that's what the ancients were trying to do they were trying to connect different schools of thought different cultures and to get a bigger picture we're actually uh, really blessed because of the enlightenment and the groups like the Illuminati and masons and these groups that we think are terrible and you know the masons aren't terrible they're actually really decent and um good people and I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the Masons. So, these were, um, these, there, there was a lot of superstition going on in, in the past, you know. Even things like today where we have taxes and um, royalty is still attacked or the government is still attacked, that actually came from, that was actually going on way before there was all this internet and politics and stuff there was like things like when automatons were made and you know the gear filled um, little um, primitive robots I guess you could call them that the people thought that the royal family were, were automatons because of their strict movement you know and they actually thought the royal family had blue bloods because of the transparent skin because they were they led a sheltered existence and the the veins could be seen through the skin. So um there was a lot of um ignorance back then and it was crazy because it wasn't the majority of people were poor and they weren't educated. So what the the rich were actually trying to do and they were getting crucified for it for 
thousands of years, you know, all the way back to all the way back in time to the the, the very beginning of time itself, they were being uh, crucified and um, murdered and attacked because what they were trying to do was to share cultural knowledge with everyone and the fact that we've got education today is because of the rich and it's because of um, you know en enlightenment groups and stuff and movements that were happening and because of people dying to give us that, that. so that's why I guess I've, I've got such strong opinions about misinformation online and um, government conspiracies and um, debunking things because um, you know, someone who's deeply studied this um, there, there is, we're trying to move towards a perfect understanding of the world and we're trying to give resources to everyone and it's only the affluent or wealthy that are seem to be doing that just now so that's how we move towards that and when there was kings and stuff years ago they were they were going to battles themselves and it was their soldiers that was going to battles themselves the poor people weren't even getting involved so they were protecting the entire country and then the poor were asking for money from the kings so that they introduced the tax system basically to say well if we're being taxed then everyone has to be taxed and obviously they had more money so and uh, all of these things that we are I'm so sorry my neck is so sore all of these things that we criticised they were set up by poor people against the rich and it's so like even things like um, corporations you know there were like let's protect the business and stuff so the corporation became protected and it became an entity and a, a corporation in case people don't know has the same rights as uh, a person you know um, so it's an entity, it's a living thing and it, it, it uh, has rights so like McDonald's is basically a living thing that has uh, the same rights as a living thing so <laughs> and it was, that, that's not because the, the rich wanted more money, it was because the poor wanted uh, job security and protection and stuff so it became this monster and it's, that's I guess what happens but um, this so back on to the original subject and that is our relationships and love and so so I was always I, I wasn't you know caught up in chemistry and uh, those things I I, I was uh, really strict about that I was I focused on spirituality my entire life I was I wasn't I wasn't one to chase boys and relationships around and um, I was happy and I thought, you know, I hadn't really I believed in that you could be swept off your feet and things like that and um, until recently <laughs> which is bizarre and um, yeah, I started uh, talking with someone and connected to them, you know, and that's, that's a really bizarre thing for me. So it got me thinking about um, love and our relationships and, um, you know, I guess 
centering someone else and my, my, I already had a view of what love would be, you know, sort of like Corinthians that's a, a part of the Bible or maybe perhaps I, I believed that love was perfect symmetry and um, you know so there, there is, there's emotions that humans go through, there's happiness, sadness and um, joy and the, the feelings of nothing, the feelings of isolation there, but there is a set amount of feelings that a human goes through because of chemistry so in order to go through these feelings and chemistry we need to challenge them by, we need to challenge it by thought because thought creates I mean if I start shouting on this podcast and using profound language it would uh, change the listener's brain chemistry. So sentences and uh, words have the power to change chemistry or go through chemical changes. So I started, uh, um, I guess, uh, attacking it uh, probably when I was about 17 or 18, when I was starting to get really heavily involved in <clears throat> shamanism and I deeply into spirituality um, so I came up with the reasoning and challenging you know love you have the definition um, and I'm, I'm not talking about love where you've fallen in love and you're swept away and you're Rapunzel in the castle I'm talking about um, rational thought of what is this connection that we seem to have with certain people and we don't have this connection with other people and I think it really is the dance of perfect symmetry if someone's and I say symmetry I mean someone that's different and someone that um, sort of birds of, of a feather <laughs> um, seem to they fly individually but when there is a danger they snap into this uh, perfect symmetry and they're, they're not communicating the whole time they, they just do it and I, I think when you're with the right tribe or you're with the right group of people or um, you know I, I've been in many groups many tribes like literally tribes and um, also groups and um, you know the metaphorical tribe and um, I've, there, there's been ones where I haven't fit in, and the, the sadness and sorrow that was in me, I, I thought that it was because I needed to fit into these certain groups, you know, sort of like um, one's sexuality or one's um, uh, choice and how to hold oneself or how to express oneself. Um, but you, I guess, after a couple of. Uh, <laughs> holidays abroad and I'm living in a few destinations around uh, Europe uh, my um, mind was more opened and um, I travelled a lot when I was 18 and 19 and I had dreadlocks way down my back and I was like a little hippie and yeah I did everything from like um singing in the streets of Amsterdam to DJing in Ibiza so 
I had um, a lot of wake-ups and I realised that um, I was in the wrong tribe, you know. So there was cliques at school and groups of different groups at school. And I, I, the older I get, the, the more you realise that the sadness or, or feelings of um, despair or um, not fitting in isn't because you don't fit in at all. It's, it's because you're not, you're not chemically reacting to the thing very well. There's a volatile reaction in some, uh, you know, with some chemistries. Um, like we've all well know if we, we stick in mentos into coca-cola <laughs> there's a violent chemical reaction so it's it's sort of like that you know your mentos being dropped in <laughs> and you're being fired out because it doesn't want it there and that's exactly what's going on in chemistry it just doesn't want it there <clears throat> um and it's the same in grips it's the same in relationships and um it's it's hard because relationships we think that there should be all this work, it should be all this effort, that it should be serious, that you should tell the person that you love them, you should um you know, be head over heels and fall around the place and be emotional and that's nonsense, you know, it's, it's that, that isn't love, it's it's um possessiveness and control and ownership and um, I guess I, I had pretty strong views about uh, everything I, I realised, you know, different tribes and stuff, but I didn't realise that um, relationships were like a sort of tribe as well you know, where you meet someone and um, you have to you have to actually not uh, meet someone because there is uh, sexual energy or you don't, you have to not meet someone because there is a want, you have to meet someone because there there really is a meeting of minds and a symmetrical, a symmetrical dance because otherwise it's just going to be this um, mind field of chemistry and when the chemistry settles down there's going to be nothing, you know so I, get, I was really lucky recently to have uh, spoken with this uh, uh, gentleman and uh connect, you know, and, uh, you know, whether, like, that uh, continues to go further is yet to be seen, but um, it's it's already, it's, I, I can't help but think, <laughs> and uh, because I'm both a philosopher and a shaman, and I'm, I'm probing the very nature of existence, you know, it's how I was raised, and I've trained in shamanism for, gosh, almost 30 years, I've trained in shamanism, no, longer than 30 years, oh my gosh, I've trained in shamanism for, uh, 30 years, whoa, that's a long time, so that, I guess that's why I probe things so deep, <laughs> so, um, I, there is a probing there, and I, I, I sort of realised that, um, it has to be a, a sort of tribe thing as, as well, and a non-violent chemical reaction, and, uh, so, <clears throat> if if you're in a relationship and 
I guess if you're having to think or there has to be or you're forcing anything I guess that's just um and you're unhappy it's not because both people are wrong it isn't it's not because both people are hurting one another unless you're in an abusive relationship and then by all means you know you should leave and seek help and stuff and uh, you know if you are in an abusive relationship uh please feel the uh free to reach me through Instagram and I'll get you some numbers and stuff and um you know there's there's help out there so um yeah it, it can't be this um relationships uh, by the me- media and um television have uh made it I think it's because of marriage and stuff and ancient views of marriage and it's talking about new concepts of marriage and I'm not talking about religious but ancient religious views of marriage was that two people had to stay together for you know to come hell or high water to, to death to the part and that's that's not I not only is it, it it's cruel but it's it's not take, taking into consideration the whole spectrum of human emotion and so, so I mean, I've been in relationships as well where um, I guess I have blamed the person on certain feelings that I've been having and they've also, but um, I guess when you click with why <laughs> um, or any sort of human, I mean, I'm, I'm really lucky just now, I'm in a really great place and um, the people that are in my life just now, I'm I click with them, you know, I really click with I, the relationships I'm in just now, and I'm not in relationships, I'm in like various relationships, from work relationships to friendships to um, gosh, even the place I, I stay and my, my home and so relationships, you know, there's maybe two relationships or something that are you know, like relationships to strangers or something that are always going to be, you know, but everything else is really good. I think that I'm, I moved into my uh, alchemical uh, gold. I'm moving towards, yeah, I'm in Mercury phase just now. And uh, if you don't know about alchemy, study it. It's not about trying to transmit gold, guys. It's about trying to. You're, the gold is perfect happiness, perfect bliss, and perfect clarity, and I, I think that I'm moving towards that, you know. And I'm I'm learning a lot just now. There there seems to be a lot of things coming my way, and a lot of new other things coming my way ever ever since the hospital. I guess I've been really sort of opening my heart and opening my mind more than I initially did. You know, surrendering opinions is is a really good way to go. And I I I have a lot of um opinions built up through shamanism. You know, but shamanism also teaches surrender and openness to new opportunities. And I guess like. I'm really grateful that I'm I'm finally in a group of friends that I I can just be me and work I can just be me and relationships of any sort I can just be myself I don't need to 
surrender any parts of my identity or or self and so love is for me if if I was to say what love is it would be perfect symmetry and and, and the, the word love is you know are polluted with so many different vulgarities and meanings when I say love I just mean um a perfect understanding and surrender of what around uh and and that's uh two-way street a perfect surrender towards friendships to let things come and go and to not you know like water is uh cloudy water only settles if it's you know left alone and it's it's exact same in our relationships of any sorts <clears throat> and so so I, I, I really like just now that I, I guess because I've walked into these things as myself and uh, you know uh, what will be will be sort of thing you know and uh, the situation sort of it's like um as soon as you start being yourself the universe or the fabric of Brahma or whatever you want to call it sort of rearranges itself but uh, when you're you're trying to adapt and fit in the universe wants to take you down and I think it's because that's entropy and uh, it's weakness and the universe is all about high entropy so if there's something um that isn't pl- uh, pliable or um, adaptable and you're not adapting to situations, you have low entropy and you will be destroyed it's just it's just the way that God or the entirety that all the everything works, you know, so that um, not one thing is the centre of the universe, you know, it is constantly shifting in shape, like science has high entropy, you know, but this phone has low entropy and we, what we mean by that is if we move the parts of about sense is still sense. If I move the parts of this one about, I'm not going to really talk in it. <laughs> so that has low entropy. But um, sense will be there as sense long after this one is bits and pieces, you know. Um, yeah, guys, have a wonderful day. I wanted to get a podcast out there to say I've been slacking because I've been hyper-focused on uh, artwork. There's so many ideas coming to me at the moment and um, I'm, I guess I'm really lucky to have that and um, it's because it's moving towards springtime and um, I'm so excited. I love springtime when everything just flowers and blossoms and <clears throat> I always go in springtime to, um, you know, throw seeds or or gather things because um, there's tree sap or there's wood sorrel wood sorrel is delicious you know don't, don't eat a lot of wood sorrel if you don't know what wood sorrel is google it it's an interesting little thing in the woods and I, I think it leaches um, potassium from the bones so just be careful there and don't take it if you're pregnant and there's there's all these plants like um, wild garlic is another favourite. I just I just love how it's a little flower and it tastes delicious and salads and so so I always go I always get uh, you know um 
foraging for plants. I was going to say scavenging, <laughs> but foraging for things in the summer. And it's it really connects you know, to our nature and stuff. And it gets you out there, doesn't it? After a long winter and stuff, so I'm really eager for summer to be in. And I like all my flowers, so flowers are going to be a fun blossom, and that's going to be incredible. And uh, yeah, I see many good things happening this year for us all, for because humanity is moving. And I, I was walking through Glasgow the other day, and um, I, I saw, I was seeing all these same-sex couples and um, all different races and sexualities, and I was just, I just felt like. Oh, this is this is the time to be alive, you know. I realise it's the time to be alive without everyone expressing themselves. And so these uh, new shops with uh, non-binary clothing and so I've learned so much about what non-binary is over the, the last two months. I don't think the term non-binary is good for it because the the you know there's always going to be a binary between binary and non-binary so i think non-gender conforming would be a better way of uh uh labeling it and uh because it helps to see it for its beauty you know and um yeah it's it's what a time to be alive and you know there's all this um, advances in technology and we're combating global warming and so so where relationships to each other are changing and our relationships our environment is changing it's because our, we're now having a relationship to the mother the divine feminine the Gaia and our femininity is blossoming and the earth is transformed <laughs> so the masculine and feminine are now sort of uniting and taking their rightful place as uh, you know god and goddesses and the children of the the great unfathomable which we call god or the universe we are children of the great unfathomable how beautiful is that actually that is what we are from now on you know we don't need anything else to uh, speak about that we are and there's us <laughs> we are children of the great unfathomable i'm going to create a piece of artwork today it's celebrating um this very thing guys i love you so much take care of yourself don't be too hard on yourself remember everything works out the way it's supposed to work out we can't force anything and you know say la vie la vie and uh yeah have a wonderful day please visit on instagram um drop me a comment on twitter and if you wish to see um artworks from beginnings to end with fantastic music because of course I've got a fantastic taste in music um you can go to my TikTok page everything's the same name now I've changed everything to my uh, name you know Mina Kitsune Mina Kitsune and I just like hey Kitsune you know drop me a message and I will respond to you guys I love you so much take care of yourself be blessed